0: The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network.
1: And once again, you're with the Ashholds. Hi, everybody. I'm Stu Fink, your studio announcer. And now, here's the host of the Ashholds, Pastor Padrone, Dan the Man.
2: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Ashholes, broadcast live from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We're always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and of course theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ashholes and on Instagram. At Ashholes Radio. Hi, welcome back, everybody. Good to be back. <laughs>
3: Fantastic to be here.
2: It, if,
4: it is. Although the week flew by. It feels like just yesterday. It
2: really did kind of fly by. It's
4: just getting closer to the holidays,
2: so everything's gotta yep. be rushed. Yep. i should probably
4: start my
3: Christmas shopping. But,
2: does yeah. this <laughs> does this time of the year go faster for you?
3: No. No? No, it drags. Oh. <laughs> Completely drags. And for me, this, it doesn't feel like it, it, this week passed by quickly because once after last week's show, mm-hmm. uh, I left for Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then we had back-to-back events Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then mm-hmm. I left early Sunday morning you know, from the hotel at 7. Right. And finally got back to my house around 3, 30 or 4. So it's been a long week. Just it's kinda, been a it just kind of keeps long going. It doesn't end. Yeah. Yeah. But it was great. Were the events good? Events were fantastic. Um, and I'm not just saying that because it was like, you know, oh, we sold tons of boxes. But the, the, the shop owners were very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, the customers that they, they had uh, were extremely happy. Some big um, United Cigar fans, Atabay fans. Um, there, especially uh, at the uh, industrial cigars in Frisco. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I was in um, Addison. I was in uh, Addison, Texas at Elite Cigar Cafe. Right. And then Fort Worth, Texas. I was at Paladin Cigars. Mm hmm. And I also stopped in to see the boys over at uh, Half Wheel. Okay. Oh, nice. So it was fun. Yeah. Shared nice. some beers with them on a Friday afternoon. Tonight. No cigars yeah. though? No. <laughs> no, they couldn't. They can't smoke in their office. Oh, man. Yeah, really? That's what, what a I said. world. That's what I said. I was like, "What do you mean you in can't Texas, smoke of in all here?" Places. Yeah, <laughs> but what was cool? Uh, so, Elite Cigar Cafe—they actually have a full restaurant, right? And everyone was—not you know, everybody was smoking—but you can smoke anywhere in the restaurant, mm-hmm. and they have a non-smoking table, table. Not <laughs> section. It's non-smoking. Is table. there like a, a dome over it? Or? Yeah. Well, what was what was classic? It was there were two seats, yeah, one square table, and then imagine this is the, this is the table right here. There's a fan. Facing towards the dining room, <laughs> so just blowing the smoke away. Oh, that's great! So that's a one non-smoking <laughs> that's, table. That's great. So that that was pretty cool. What if was, they're yeah, required to awesome. provide a non-smoking area? <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> and so that's their if, workaround. It was great to that's see great. people enjoying cigars and eating and enjoying. That's their fantastic. Meals. Yeah, so that's so, was, so rare these days. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. it's yeah. total yeah. back. But it's Texas. Scary. I mean, open right. carry. Yeah. I mean, guys were at the events; they had guns on their hips. I didn't feel. You know, I'm a gun uh advocate anyway but mm-hmm. uh i didn't feel you know weird that they were there i didn't feel strange that it was on their hip if anything it makes you me personally it made me feel a little more secure yeah. i don't know if they're crazy or mm. not but who's really going to try anything like that right. in texas was, were you, you the you, mi-
4: you can see than the one you can't see were <laughs> you missing your own piece
3: i was i was i'm but now with the uh <laughs> reciprocity thank yeah. you sean um movement that uh you know, I think the Senate agreed on and I think it's still in the works, but if you have a concealed weapons permit, you can now travel across yes. state
2: lines. Yeah. Oh nice. Yep. Excellent. So excellent. So today we are smoking the Fratello Navetta Endeavor. And a great cigar Should by the last. <laughs> and what are what are the details on this there, Oliver?
3: Oh, details. details. Details? You want details? Yes. I do. All right, let's get into some details. It gets dramatic uh, when he's well, not prepared. Omar DeFraes, which, <laughs> which we know is the owner, uh, blender, the you know the man behind mm-hmm. Fertello. Uh, He, This is his new blend that was launched at the 2017 IPCPR, so mm-hmm. it launched this year. Right. Um, and really, it was an homage to the missions that he was a part of while he was at NASA, right. which he gave up for the cigar business, which is a whole other topic that we can mm. get into. But he gave that up because he had such a passion for cigars. So, this particular one, uh, Nevada, is named after, it's an Italian word for shuttle. Um, but we are looking at an Ecuador uh, Habano Oscuro wrapper, uh, Dominican uh, Viso, so the uh, top priming uh, wrapper, and, or binder, and then Nicaraguan uh, filler. So, you're looking at uh, Jalapa filler on this. And this is a six and a quarter by 54. Right. Uh, beautiful. Beautiful wrapper. A uh, little bit of uh, sandiness, but a little bit of oiliness mm. to it. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of a sheen. Um, and I'm not picking up a, you know, I mean, the, the lines on this, small veins. It looks yeah, well looks constructed. Great. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. Everything, I mean, Vitalis are generally well constructed. They're over uh, at Hoya de Nicaragua.
3: Yeah. 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 So, out of Nicaragua, yeah. out of the mm-hmm. Hoya de Nicaragua factory. factory. And even if it wasn't well constructed, are you really going to tell this guy that it's not well constructed? Because he's one that can just <laughs> really yeah. I mean a just fist could you, come down. Pick you yeah. up with one hand. Yeah. And, and. <laughs> and when I say a fist could come down, it's because he's towering over you. Yeah. So his fist is just right on like, the top by of accident, your head. He's right, just going yeah. yeah. what What is
2: you. he like? Six eight? Something like that? It's huge. He's, I've
3: heard uh, stories I, that he's like seven ten. Seven ten. He's like.
2: I know you he know is one of the way over my head. One of my one of my coworkers at the at the Seabrook Two Guys Smoke Shop, Jim Cook. He's six four, six five, and he's looking up at him. I mean, right. it was just you know, just an immensely tall guy, but so nice. Oh yeah, very nice guy. Very, very nice. Very friendly. Very yeah. nice, friendly guy. And um, great cigar. So, what what are, what impressions are we getting from this right off?
4: Hard to nail down, but I'm, I think I'm getting some honey, mm. and you know, some kind of fruit. Uh, can't really pin it Apaya. down just yet. Yeah, it's some some kind of almost papaya. St- tropical, Please, papaya. citrusy. It's it's interesting. I don't want. It's not really citrus, but it's it's something kind of unique. You know, there
2: is a fruity kind of sweetness to it. Yeah, but there's that honey sweetness, especially
3: uh, yeah. you know you can feel. I was going to say graham cracker
2: kind of a thing. It's okay.
3: almost like an over. So I I I get that over ripened uh, pineapple. Yeah, where there's a you little know, bit. The ri- first thought not, that not pop- bad. The mm-hmm. first
4: thought that popped in my head was pineapple. I was like, eh, I've never tasted pineapple in a cigar before. So
3: over-ripened. But so there's a little mm. bit of a, a an acidic, uh, you know, taste like a citrus mm-hmm. note. a, a little kind bit, of. A cit- but yeah. there's a little a little uh, sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting a little bit of spice. The draw on it though is 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 very smooth. Mm. Uh, I'm not getting a lot right on the on the tongue. So there's a lot of um, y- y- a lot of a lot of body that comes out afterwards because then it starts to hit me in the back Mm -hmm. and then the retro has a little bit of pepper it does it does
2: have a little bit of pepper to it yeah almost like a um um, almost a tabasco kind of pepper to it very very bitey
4: i'm not at the point where i'm going to name the type of pepper (laughs) but (laughs) you love pepper yeah Uh yeah Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's more full-bodied than most of the Fratello lines. Yes, you know, it's got a little yeah. bit more to it. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say it's you know at the full point, but it's medium plus. Medium plus, yeah, sure,
2: yep, I'd go there. I'm getting a little bit of cocoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and again, you know, the kind of graham cracker kind of creaminess, and um, uh, there is that citrusy thing, and I can't quite find a word to place
4: it's it yet, tough but, to nail citrus, down, but yeah. citrus is definitely there. Yeah. It's pretty unique, you know? Mm. I'm always a fan of that.
3: But this is, this is a cigar that can sneak up on you a little yes. bit. Yes. How because, so? Well, when you're starting out, it's, a, you know, and I don't want to call it mild, but it's soft on the draw, and then there's a lot of body behind it, and it mm. gr- it grows, and mm. it, it, yes. it steadily gets a little bit stronger as you're getting into it.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a box press version, and some people have been telling me, this this one knocked me on my butt, so. Yeah, I've
2: had the box press version of this, the Boxer, it's called, Mm -hmm. and um, it is a lot more peppery and a lot less sweet Mm. than this one. The sweetness that we're getting here, it's not on the Boxer really at all. Yeah, same with with the Discovery, uh,
4: which is the Robusto size. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's it's more of a chocolatey rather than the sweetness that we're getting here. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So very the, true. I guess it's, it's worthwhile checking out the different sizes in this this line.
2: Mm. So, mm. what what possessed Omar to leave the
3: <laughs> NASA to do this? A, a, a very well paying job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what I would assume is a, uh, a stable position. Mm-hmm. Um, well, something that you. I could I don't know because I, you
4: know they were cutting a lot. <laughs> Budget <laughs> cuts for, were back for NASA on the. A few I, years, think, I think we, you know,
3: we're he, he not getting probably, into politics. I'm sure he was safe. are, are we going back into the space program? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Again, what, I'm what not, not going to get into politics. I'm 15,
2: gonna... 15 missions he did with them, right? 20, over, 21. 20,
3: oh yeah, over 21 missions. 21 yeah. altogether. So this was, you know, as, I, as we were talking about earlier, an homage to those um, astronauts. Mm. Because they were coming home, he wanted to have a celebratory cigar to say they came home safely, mm-hmm. let's celebrate.
2: Do you think they do that? Do you think when they come back they have these? Of course. In the movies they do.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of these guys are coming out of the military. So mm. There's a lot of cigar-smoking military. So. That's true.
2: Very,
3: Air very Force true. particularly. Right. yep um, yeah I think cigars it, maybe it's the maybe it's the price point as opposed to saying, um, you know like you, you grab champagne when you win and you spray right. it all over the place. you grab a cigar when you have uh you know b- before it was a big celebration, it's a boy, it's a girl, yep um, you know graduations, weddings, weddings. everyone mm-hmm. grabs cigars even if they don't smoke cigars so, right. um, people recognize they, they it must, yeah. this is what
4: you do when you celebrate. Uh, I mean, movies, you know, you go back to what? Independence Day. Mm. It's like they have the cigar. There's a celebration cigar when they win, you know, <laughs> something like that. Mm. It's it's just part of culture. <coughs> so Monday,
2: Monday morning, you all know, um, we had a kind of a botched bombing mm-hmm. attempt in New York.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: very glad it was botched yes. and everything. Yep. Um, and
3: Operator error. Yes when we say bodge. yes right? this this yep.
2: guy who we are not going to name because we don't want to give him any notoriety whatsoever mm-hmm. um, had this pipe bomb on him, and he detonated it <laughs> too early and or or it just didn't it didn't ignite it fully did, and it didn't it really just ble- well, he wasn't where he was supposed to be yet
4: to yeah well the, the bomb itself didn't didn't fully explode, so I'm guessing one of the ends popped off and so it burned him or, or it injured him uh, but didn't the pipe itself didn't didn't it didn't, didn't, explode. It didn't compress so itself causing the I saw you know the, I
2: saw this Facebook post of a picture of him there on the floor after it happened and the caption was I've fallen and I can't blow up yeah. <laughs> oh, so. but I laughed but I mean it, you know, thankfully, you know, here's what here's what really got me. Here's this guy who um, was trying to to, you know, do this act of terrorism around in the, the holidays, name of ISIS. Trying to get but he not place. even ISIS doesn't even recognize the guy. Right. No. I mean, he this was not an ISIS attack. He was like an ISIS sympathizer. Not even from a country where ISIS is a big deal. Right. Or so present, he right. does this and he botches it and he ends up. Severely injuring himself, and then other people, you know, thank the other people who were injured, you know, they weren't life-threatening things at all. But what do we do? Take him to the hospital. In what other yeah. country <laughs> know. would you do that? A lot of countries would be any other country this guy did it, it right he now. would have just been shot dead right there. There you go. But here... If we take him to the hospital and try and, and try and treat him.
4: If he was in Texas, he might have been shot dead. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because, you know, you don't a know bit what, of a he might have an additional uh, bomb to take it yeah, so <laughs> well, out. Thankfully,
3: him. he was in New York. Yeah, for, for him, he's <laughs> lucky he was in New York. So we talked about Texas with the, the open carry, but mm-hmm. while I was there, too, I think in San Antonio, a father actually shot a robber at a fast food restaurant that was attempting to, one, collect money from him, begging for money while he was sitting at the table with his kids and wife. Mm-hmm. The, the robber was brandishing a gun. He was showing them that he had a gun on oh him, man. asking for money. Then he, I, I guess something happened. The, the husband walked away to get the manager. The guy came back and was threatening the family. Mm-hmm. The guy shot no him bueno. dead in the restaurant. So a robber in Texas shot dead for trying to get money from the family. Mm-hmm. A bomber in, uh, in New York City that attempted to cause great harm and, right. and cause disruption. Very was well could have. if things shot. had gone right for him. Right. right. So. so basically what I'm trying to say is we need more Texas. Around we need the more US. Texas. We need more Texas.
2: <laughs> oh, my. Well, let's,
3: let's also say that in our, in our live studio audience today that we do have uh, Tom Troy, uh, who does a podcast here, Don't, uh, don't Do It Yourself, uh, <laughs> in, in our presence. So very honored to have him here. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Tom we're glad to have you here <laughs> side note <Go> yeah.
2: <laughs> well in light of in light of monday's botched bombing i thought we would do our top 5 around uh, the top 5 terrorist fails in modern history all right All
1: right, okay. Today's top five, brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavored blue label. Siri Five Five has it all. Five and five equals a perfect 10, and that's what you get every time with Five Five Cigars. Here is today's top five list.
4: All right. I love Uh, a list where we don't have to feel bad for anybody. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh, no, you deserve it. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Exactly. This list is from cracked.com, and it is uh, titled The Five Most Embarrassing Failures in the History of Terrorism, which I thought was perfect for our show. And the first, uh, which would be number five, um, is the Fort Dix incident from 2007.
4: There's a punchline there already.
2: Okay. (laughs) And... um, Here's what it says here. A bunch of uh, would-be terrorists embarked on a plan to attack the Fort Dix military base in that, New Jersey. That's a genius idea. Okay. And rather <laughs> than um, practicing their covert plot, you know, covertly, <laughs> they got a bunch of guns together, went down to a public shooting range with a video camera where they proceeded to shoot at targets while screaming about the radical agenda. <laughs> Now they've got got the damning footage of them screaming, we're going to do terror, woo! But they weren't sure what to do with it. So they wanted to convert it to a DVD from their their video camera. So they went down to a circuit city to have it converted. And they give it to the guy. And the guy is watching this as he's converting it and (laughs) says... These guys, these guys are going to do something (laughs) bad. So he calls the police.
4: I'm surprised that this didn't (laughs) take place. That it didn't get caught at the shooting range. I mean, that's where you're going to find the most guys that are really anti-terrorist. That's true. That's true. These guys are obviously there was nothing.
2: Obviously, there was no one there because you're right. So this guy uh, calls the manager. They call the police. They come down and arrest them right there.
4: <laughs> well, that's what you get. Obviously,
2: <laughs> planning to do this. So they never even got to, so the they, guys 12 they years never years old even got or to do it. I
4: mean, this, that sounds like teenager Unbelievable. Thing
2: to do. Yeah, Gosh. that's 2007. Unbelievable. Okay, number four. The plot against the Thomas Jefferson Cultural Center. Okay. Hmm. And uh, this was in. Who's going to uh,
4: attack that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. This was in uh, January 1991. Uh, two terrorists as part of a, uh, as yet identified terrorist cell. Um, with loose ties to Saddam Hussein, plotted their attack on the building. Um, let's see, what does it say?
1: <clears throat> I don't know, instead will read Well, <laughs> instead, of,
2: instead of paraphrasing, I'm just going to read it. Uh, most terrorists aren't exactly artists. There's no Dennis Hopper-esque elaborate clockwork devices and multi-stage plans. They usually just put something that explodes on top of something that doesn't want to explode and then clap their hands <laughs> together Brute and expect them to leave. Okay. This case was no different. They attached explosives to a timer and then loaded it in a canvas bag and set it next to a cultural center. The simple plan, hard to screw up, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Ahmed, the bomber, who apparently got most of his training from terror at the improv, (laughs) decides (laughs) to actually arm the bomb at the center. Okay. At night, in the dark, not thinking to bring even as much as a, as a flashlight with him. So <laughs> what does he do for light to lo- look for th- setting things together?
4: Do uh, oh, you know what? Uh, it's what you should do when you have gas leaking. Yeah. Wasn't that our, our other ash holes? You <laughs> smell yes. gas? Yes. yes. Like he uses mask. his lighter.
2: He uses his lighter to look for where things are and <laughs> sets the thing off, and he blows up.
4: Well, there you go. All right. Too his friends weren't <clears> with him. No?
2: Uh unbelievable. Darwinism. Okay. The bomb explodes, disintegrating Ahmad and showering his partner and and disintegrating, disintegrating. A few minutes later, a passing taxi driver noticed a dazed and confused man covered in blood, wandering the empty empty streets. And being a good Samaritan, he took him to the local hospital where the police coast and comfort him for a while, assuming him to be a victim until they put the pieces together. And arrest
4: him. Literal pieces. (laughs) 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 After they got the
2: pieces of his friend off him. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. They
4: all had business cards with terrorists on them. Yep. So So there you go.
2: I can't even... I I have no words using a lighter near your bomb. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number three... You saw it for a second. Number three, the (laughs) USS Sullivan incident. In the year 2000, Al-Qaeda operatives found a tempting target in a port city of Yemen most awkwardly named boat in the world, the U.S.S. the Sullivans. Uh, The second Al-Qaeda saw the naughty ship. They just knew they wanted it, wanted it hard. So they licked their lips with anticipation. And um, let's see, blah, blah, blah. There's just a bunch of words here. Okay, so they (laughs) got the equipment, they got the bombs, they got them all ready to go. The boat took off on its journey towards its destination. The driver was reconciled with his own impending death, and his comrades bade him farewell from the docks, saluting this noble sacrifice. But the sev- uh, severity of the moment, along with everything else, was somewhat dampened when the boat immediately <laughs> sunk into the
4: bay. They meant dampened, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs>
2: the explosives were too heavy
4: for the boat, <laughs> and the
2: boat sank. You know, the things he okay. wouldn't,
4: wouldn't think of. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> Unbelievable. So there you go. Uh, Number two, the uh, uh, Duren Barrett, a triple threat guy. Okay. Duren Barrett was arrested by U.S. authorities along with 13 other guys who were planning a series of terrorist attacks. He's now safely in jail serving 40 years. Um, But when you see what he was plotting, you realize it's more for his protection than yours. (laughs) Okay. Barrett had what he thought was an ingenious plan. He would bomb not one target, not two targets, but three. Three targets. Okay. And uh, how could you possibly success, get right? any better than that? Four targets. Don't be ridiculous. It's a three-target plan. Okay. Phase one of his target plan involved attacking tourist hotels. And he was <laughs> going to inquire three, uh, acquire three stretch limousines and what is loosely referred to as a Load of computer (laughs) consumer-sized propane tanks. After the limos were filled with the deadly grilling materials, they'd then be driven to an underground parking lot and detonated, where they would then bring down the buildings.
4: Sounds like a solid plan. All right.
2: All right. He used limousines because cargo trucks wouldn't fit in the underground car park, Mm -hmm. and also because if there's one thing Al Qaeda respects, it's rolling deep. Okay. So he put some thought into this. So uh, uh, his second plan involved uh, a buttload of smoke detectors, 10,000 to be precise. And the basic concept was that uh, the most smoke detectors contain a radioactive substance called americum oxide. And he planned to ignite them and release the chemical that would hopefully contaminate and kill the population because radiation equals bad.
4: Put too much thought into that one.
2: (laughs) His final target would be the London Underground, (coughs) the metro system that runs under the Thames River, and he planned to blow a hole in the tunnel, flooding the metro. Well, that seems like it could work. Okay, what went wrong? First off, he couldn't afford any of this. (laughs) Okay? Okay. He worked as an airline ticket agent while he wanted to be in Al-Qaeda, but he wasn't close enough with the group to receive any of those Al-Qaeda grants for funds. He also like didn't have any training. weapons, any vehicles or any of the equipment to even make rudimentary bombs, which was all irrelevant anyway because he didn't know how to build a bomb in the first place. Okay. Um, for his triple-pronged uh, uh, terror threat, well, the limousine plot failed because it's just impossible to jury-rig enough propane tanks to make a building collapse, despite what video games tell That's you. True. Okay. Makes sense. Um, you just can't. Uh, start knocking on red barrels with a baseball bat and expect them to topple a skyscraper. Uh, The smoke detector plot failed because smoke detectors aren't delivered by magical fairies. They cost money, and he didn't have any of them. Even 10,000 smoke detectors wouldn't yield enough radiation to kill, even the most sickly asthmatic of corrupt Westerners. So that was not going to work finally his plan failed because shockingly the london underground tunnel is made of several meters of reinforced concrete um that's right he would need to breach the wall with a massive amount of explosives for terrorists um his plans just so they end up catching all these guys with all these plans they go to jail but they didn't have the money or the means
4: to end up carrying any of them out yeah sounds like a common thread all right Mm -hmm. and
2: number one the very top Terrorist fail. The Glasgow International attack. Okay. Glasgow International Airport is the eighth busiest airport in the United Kingdom. Why decide to attack the eighth busiest airport? In the UK. In the UK.
4: Which makes (coughs) it rank what in the world? Okay,
2: yeah. (laughs) I mean the UK. On June 30, 2007, uh, these two guys uh, who were setting this up loaded some propane tanks and this you know we should already know that this doesn't work based on the previous one there easy to okay. get a hold of all right <laughs> and they they uh, get it into a, a jeep cherokee and they set off so they're in this jeep loaded with propane tanks and they head off toward the airport they went straight at the airport doors going about 30 miles an hour where the driver apparently failed to realize that there are security bollards those short vertical mm-hmm.
4: poles Okay. It's like they wanted to discourage
2: people. That are from designed doing that. to keep vehicles away <laughs> from the building who you know aren't supposed to be there. So
4: they didn't even scope this place out.
2: So yeah, exactly. They did not scope it out, <laughs> they've never they flown. They didn't do anywhere. any of this and they rammed right into those bollards. The propane tanks actually did explode just as they planned and blew them up. Huh? But nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> Ball of going out in a ball of flames. <laughs> two, two less to worry about. Yeah. So, in the space of about thirty seconds, uh, this man, this man was in a car accident. An explosion lit a flame, and then, um, what does that sentence even say? Lit a flame, and then kicked in the balls with more force than a human foot can actually take. Future well, terrorists take note. Right? This is your retirement package. <laughs> so that is the worst. You know, that is the number one terrorist fail yeah interesting yeah
3: i don't like you any would, of it y- you'd think that no, no, none checking out will.
2: checking out the airport first and making sure they could actually get to the building physically would be a part of your recon
3: you you would think but they nobody none of those top fives mm-hmm. on top of the other ones that are <laughs> out there that we didn't mention um were really part of any organization. Yep. Right. True. They weren't recognized. Right. They're doing it on their own. Which
4: shows a lack of intelligence to begin with.
3: Right. <laughs> so. Trying to get recognition from a group that is is hated anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't get it. Just kid, I, I don't like that list. Kids looking for it. You decision. don't like that list? No, yeah. I don't like that list at all. Hmm. I don't even like bringing recognition to them.
1: Yeah.
2: Well. Morons. That's what it was to me. Morons trying to do stuff. All right. Back to the Nevada. We've had a few mm-hmm. minutes to yep. smoke. You guys have been smoking more than me. I've been doing a lot of talking, reading that list. Yeah. Are you guys getting anything different? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the
4: sweetness is kind of backing down. It's still, you know, kind of there in the background, but mm-hmm. it's you're getting more woodiness. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's kind of kind of hard to nail down.
3: But. Yeah. I'm getting. Uh, Some so I was getting uh, r- right r- right as we passed that first quarter, I was starting to get like a little bit of a eucalyptus um, taste to it. Uh, It started, it's starting to go like a fresh brewed coffee, (coughs) you know, drip coffee. And then uh, that, that sweetness that was there before as a pineapple was switching for, for me, was reminding me of, um, you know, the, it's a, it's a French spirit called uh, Calvados from apples. So it's fermented apples. So it was giving me a little bit of that
4: apple taste. So kind of like an Applejack, like the, the. The, the liquor, not the yeah. cereal. Uh, I don't know if I've had the apple <laughs> It's kind of like an uh, apple. <laughs> but this is it's like
3: uh, apple the Jacks. Calvados Calvados is a high, it's a high, uh, you know, high proof. It's almost like a, like a grappa.
2: Okay. I've you never know. had that.
3: So I'm getting a little bit of that.
2: Uh, for me, you know, it, it's, uh, I've still got a lot of that sweetness. It's more woody now. Yep. Um, I am picking up some dark coffee notes. Um Maybe some dark unsweetened chocolate.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's moving steadily moving away from the sweet sweet mm-hmm. end, into the, end of the spectrum into the right more uh, fuller flavors.
3: It's definitely fuller bodied, mm-hmm. um, but the, the you know the draw just isn't there's not there's not a lot of spiciness and the retro softened up mm-hmm. quite a bit. It's really nice on the retro.
2: Mm. I still get a decent amount of pepper on it.
3: Yeah, I'm not and getting too much pepper on the retro.
2: I get a little. Well, I, are you further along than I am? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little. No, no? about the same. Not, not no, terribly. this is a
3: hard one to smoke fast because it's got well the f- 54
2: ring gauge. I mean, got, it's yeah, it's got some body. Got some time to it. And the finish lasts. It's a long. It's a long finish. Very long time. finish. Yeah. Nice burn.
3: hmm uh, Yeah, the construction, the construction is great. Construction's good. Yeah,
4: I've had a little wave in my burn, but it catches up. It's yeah. doing all right.
3: Yeah, the way yeah, waves like that, I'm, I'm yeah, okay with. That's normal. Yeah. If it corrects itself, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we don't get too too critical because, again, it's, it's hand rolled. As long as it corrects itself and it's not all over the place, it doesn't canoe on one side.
4: I was actually I'll talking with it. some guys in the shop a couple of days ago and they were talking about their all these bad experiences they have had with cigars. I'm like, "Brands that, you know, I I know and that are mm-hmm. quality." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, I had two in a row where it just, you know, raced up the side or something." I was like, "I've never experienced that with any of these cigars." And it's like, "What are you doing that's causing this? It's got to be some kind of user error because." Yeah. I mean, it's it like it, it, it does happen. Yeah. You know? So, it it should fine. be fair, I mean, right But it's right, like if it happens like multiple times in a row, it's like, "Oh, uh, uh, there were
2: some guys in the, in the shop uh, last week, and they both uh, called me over, and they had gotten gotten a couple of cigars, both the same cigar. And they were both showing me that they're halfway through it, and the wrapper on both cigars is falling apart it's all like over the place. This your number one. And user this error particular user this user brand, way. I'd never seen that happen with before. And then what are the chances of two guys – Having exactly the same problem, yeah. and then you know what I realized was they had they had taken off the bands oh. of the cigars yep. and had you know damaged they'd yeah. taken yeah. it off Take too, it soon too soon yeah. and damaged the cigar, and that basically ended up causing That'll all their do problems. A little bit of pectin, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, you know they're not going to hear that. No, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just give me a new they cigar, just wanna, be you fine. know. So you know, but it, but it is it's, it you know a lot of times you know, the, the problems that people have with cigars that are, you know, we know are, you know, uh, cigars that you can really count on being generally, I mean, everything, you know, it's a handmade, you know, product. Yeah, I things mean, happen. every once in a while, things are going to go wrong, but it is oftentimes, you know, something that we do that makes a cigar burn funny or unwrap.
4: or. I mean, you'd hate to see that. Chop off the a, head of the it, cigar. As a mark against about, the yeah. brand itself, you know, it's yeah. like, oh. yeah. It's like, just because you, you had a bad experience, it goes to your own fault. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's a bad brand.
3: Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's the way you handle a cigar. I mean, you if, yeah. it, if it gets dropped, it may not look like it's cracked, but then when you go to light it up, maybe there was something that just stressed the, the wrapper a little bit, so all of a sudden it explodes. And mm-hmm.
4: being a little too rough with a thinner yep. wrapper cigar, you know, yeah. it happens.
3: Yep.
2: All right, well, it's already time for our break, so let's uh, listen to some commercials, and when we come back, we'll give our continuing thoughts on the Fratello-Neveta endeavor. We'll do some viewer mail and talk about the ash hole of the week. Come on back.
4: There aren't enough already.
5: the next draw. Visit serenocigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at twoguyscigars.com. Bohemian is
2: the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few.
0: Take the journey. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Oh, yeah. Can you guess what this is? Oh yeah. You think you got it? Oh, yeah. Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. Beautiful. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar the Lagiana Havana natural cigars are oh yeah so smooth and oh yeah the Maduro version is a bit beefed up but oh yeah they're delicious too when asked what my favorite cigar is I always say it's Lagiana Havana oh yeah in a world Where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. with in your face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65-minutes
6: Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20 and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year. Then, and only then, into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar Humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. Byron.
1: Welcome back to the Ash Once again, here's your host, the Nevada Navigator, Dan the Man.
2: Oh, boy. Welcome back to the Ash everybody. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Asholes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio.
4: Uh, highlight of the week. All right. We have a highlight of the week. Yes. Uh, this week, we're going to highlight Jay Lawrence over at 99cigars. So that's 99 underscore cigars on Instagram. Uh, he's kind of just getting out into the, to the review world and, you know, sharing about cigars and stuff like that. So it's, you know, definitely worth following. He's not just uh, a consumer necessarily but someone who's actually going to bring you some information on different cigars and bring some variety out there. So definitely worth following. It's got some, you know, the shots are are good, you know, Mm -hmm. nice variety of cigars. Uh, And, you know, you'll get some information more than you would from uh, just a regular old Joe Schmo like me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Excellent there. Okay. And um, we do have some uh, viewer mail this week
5: there's
0: a
1: letter in your mailbox you
4: got mail
2: all right and uh, it's a very short viewer mail
4: it says hi Uh, thanks for saying hi
2: we've gotten you know a a lot of (laughs) social media stuff saying hi you know you're great and you know um, the guy we just highlighted he put a link to us on his website we're grateful for that and um, we get a lot of stuff but we got a piece of mail from david roberts and this is what david roberts says he and it is actually uh, titled producer sucks wow Mm. man your producer he says has the most annoying whiny voice i have ever heard please
4: tell him to shut the heck up are you sure he's not confusing with Oliver over here? I mean,
1: <laughs> well, you know. Well, that's a very nice letter, Dan. I'm glad you brought that to our attention. And I'd like to say hi to your listener and thanks for tuning in to The Ash Holes. That's so surprising.
4: Because, <laughs> <laughs> Stu, I mean, you do some of the bumpers and things that we've had, and I think mm-hmm. it's a, you have a great voice for this. So that's, that's surprising to it's me. unique. Yeah, I mean and that's it's it, unique. It, it is. It is. And it's like not anybody uh, well, can just
2: Was this well, was this email from you Oliver? Is that No, but I mean, how,
3: how how angry do you have to to be in life to take the time to just write an email to say that you don't like someone's voice. Right? I mean, can can this guy I mean, guy girl whatever? I mean, I used
4: to
2: say that about my let's brother. He's a guy. Up. his name is I mean, So let's <laughs> let's hope he's let's hope yeah, he's
3: a I guy. Mean, can, can you send us a voice memo so we can critique your voice? The yeah. voice of the voice that God gave you, so you don't have control. It's not like you know uh, any, but any of us are sitting here saying, "I want to sound like this." Except for Jim Rome, I think. I think. He, I think he changes his voice. He bothers me. But that aside, you can't change your voice. That's what you're going to critique. That's yeah. So that's that's how crappy your life is right yeah. now that you have to do that. It's a, he's a voicist.
4: It's like a racist, but for your voice. I, don't know. I don't know. Piss I don't know. off,
3: Dave. <laughs> I think
4: I've got a
2: lousier voice than Davy uh, Bob. Our friend Stu no. does.
3: Oh, we appreciate you writing it, though. No. No, no, your voice, your voice puts me to sleep. My voice, my yeah. voice puts you to sleep. Stu's voice, listen at least it. I could listen to while I'm driving. It will keep me up because it's like a you know, record scratching. But that said, it's at like, least like, I can. Am I riding on my rims? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. What, what? 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 He's what an asshole. Well, there you go. We do attract those. <laughs> yes. Yes.
2: Yep. Yeah, that's what we are. That's what we produce. That's what we attract. All right. Uh, we are smoking the Nevada Endeavor by Fratello Cigars, and uh, it is still for me a medium plus yeah, yeah. Uh, cigar. Yeah, and it plus. is that sweetness is starting to fade out, or uh, I guess it, it has been. But it's you know, it, so there's still these a lot of these same woody, chocolatey, citrusy kind of notes, but the the sweetness behind them is really uh, being replaced by a deeper kind of richer earthy. Yeah. Uh, cocoa kind of yeah, like a mocha. Yeah, I'm getting yeah.
3: big. So you you were saying chocolate, and there's a big like baker's chocolate, the mm, cocoa. Yeah. So it's right. a little little bitter right. chocolate, uh, mm-hmm. dark, rich uh, cocoa bean mm-hmm. notes. I'm getting but yeah, definitely. I mean, the body, you can really feel it. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. At this point, it's like there's no mistaking it. Medium plus mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that honey and fruit that we we're getting at the beginning is gone. Yeah. And now it's really more of that chocolate earth wood.
2: Yeah, uh, mocha would be a good thing for me now, yeah. and that mocha kind of finish just hangs yeah. in my mouth, which I, I I'm That's enjoying.
3: sexy. I bet you yeah, are. I am enjoying yeah. it. My my draw uh, is changing a little. <laughs> my draw is changing a little bit. I thought You're I had to dr- relight, but I'm 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 lit. It's just a little, little, <laughs> What's in that glass? It's class? a little <laughs> tighter. Oh no, yeah, no no scotch today. Um, Dang this it. week we have to
2: have Eric back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all he's good for. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it just became a little tighter, so I'm not getting as much. It's not as, you know, the smoke isn't as, volumous mm-hmm. as voluminous as prior. Or, 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 I don't know. Voluminous? I'm not, voluminous? not sure what the is well, You were thinking yeah. you were mixing voluminous and, uh, and voluminous. <laughs> Voluptuous. Mm. It's a little different. Mm. You're getting more smoke.
2: I'm getting, yeah, I'm still getting plenty of smoke here. Mm. So maybe it's just you. Aaron's getting a lot of smoke. Yeah. That's well, a lot you of see, smoke coming off right? that thing.
4: That's what we do. We
2: yeah. smoke. Like, I'm really I'm struggling <laughs> on mine now. You're struggling on yours? You see
3: that? Huh. The smoke mm-hmm. off of it, there's a lot of smoke, so it's, it's burning. Mm-hmm. But on the on the draw, I'm not. Uh, there's, there's something that, I mean, it's hard to say. It just became plugged, but the, the draw just changed on me.
2: Hmm. It happens. Hmm. Well, speaking of it, it just happens, uh, the actual of the week, which could have been all those terrorist things.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, we're just loading it up. But this, um,
2: this one... <coughs> Man, I saw this story. This 79-year-old guy named Frederick Cunningham, who is from Fields uh, Fieldside in Epworth in the UK, went into a, a car phone warehouse, which sells smartphones, okay, on December 23rd last year, and reported a problem with his phone, okay? And you know, he's 79, so maybe he doesn't, Understand how his phone works. Everything's a problem. All right, and he said it wouldn't search for or access some websites. And the customer uh, service agent who was there is like, "Well, what do you mean?" And so he says, "Well, let me, let me, let me show you." And so he takes his phone, and you know, you can speak to your phone and have it search for websites. And he says, "New children on the phone," and then nothing comes up. And he shows it to the the guy and says, "See." It really? hasn't found any websites. What's wrong with this phone? It isn't, uh, isn't searching for I'll inquiring. tell you what's right with that phone. Okay. <laughs> so this staff member, you know, alerted his manager who came over.
4: And manager, I'm him, punching this customer in the face. <laughs> so let me explain why. <laughs> this
2: 79-year-old guy again says, look, it's not searching for child pornography. Look, nude children. Look, there's no results in front of the manager who then called the police. He saw nothing wrong with this. <laughs> Jesus. God. And his phone was seized, and he had four other phones and a car phone that were seized, and um, uh, he was arrested right there. And um, Prediction?
4: He's going to get a life in prison. Yeah. Even if it's a year, that's life. Yeah. Especially uh, with these
2: charges. There were police found a total of 261 images of children, including Oof. babies and toddlers, on it, his phone, and it could be one, well, as still well as the 29 asshole. bestiality images. Oh, is it wrong? Bestiality. Now, yeah, 79 so, years old. And, it, and it, then it turns out this guy had been he, he, he'd been he had a lot of sex raps, you know, I would imagine. On his, 79 you know, years old. Didn't he, just he pick, had sexual convictions hobby. in 1957, 1960, Gosh, 1962, 1995, 1998. Jeez. And you know, but for going to the store and saying, "My phone won't search for illegal child pornography. What's wrong with that? And at what <laughs> thinking point? that he was going to get help? That makes this guy
4: the asshole of the week. How many times <laughs> did this guy have to get arrested before they think, well, you know what? Maybe it's not rehabilitating him. Maybe it's not changing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of the three
3: strike rule by any means. I know, but
4: for you know things, that, things of this nature for for
3: I, sexual crimes, I, I'd have uh, to maybe, say I, yeah. I disagree with making him the asshole for that. Really? Yeah. Do tell, Oliver.
2: You are French, so he, we'll give you well, a pass here. When
3: you when you break down the story, yeah. He's the ash hole for wanting to search and having all those pictures, and, and yeah. that's his at a voice's command, right? Mm-hmm. But he becomes the ash hero <laughs> for being Whoa, such a no. wait a second <laughs> for taking himself out of the equation for being such a moron <laughs> and turning really turning himself in. Yeah. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been found <laughs> that's accidentally.
4: Uh, he
2: he
6: uh, basically,
2: you don't stay under the radar. Right when you go to the store, so and he never say, would have been found. Right, that's so
3: true. If somebody else had busted him because of, um, you know, wh- however, they would have found him. Mm-hmm. Then they would be the Ash Hero for finding a, a sexual predator like that. Now, okay, however, he let's, basically found him, turned himself in without turning himself in. Let's let's say he's the a moron.
4: Per, let's say the employee that that called the manager and that brought this up is the Ash Hero. Well, no, if because if somebody they, was just like this, I don't want to
3: deal with this. this. You're not you're not necessarily <laughs> a hero for doing something that you, you should have done anyway. Uh, not everybody. He's the I, hero don't know, I don't know if every was stupid single person. To, I mean, to most do people that. should report that.
4: but, but some people they are like should. just really like don't like confrontation. I don't know. I mean, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's the what's, hero. what's
2: what's ironic to me is that the, the, the uh, first first uh, thought of the the customer service guy wasn't to call the cops it was to call his manager <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like,
4: well i mean if you call the cops on a customer before you talk to your manager they're going to be mad anyway. well <laughs> no. that, I, that, that I in understand. this in this
2: particular case i think he would have been fine yeah you know
4: and it could have been a young kid who knows oh i'm almost certain
2: he was a young kid yeah no. so that's probably what's he works moronic, in moronic
3: moronic ash hero
2: the moronic ash yep.
3: hero yep
4: absolutely.
3: well
2: that's your take on it i'm sticking with calling him the ash of the week. Yeah,
3: absolutely.
4: Probably one of the worst ashes we've had. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, We've they're, had some bad, ones. We've had, pretty 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 bad ones. we've had some doozies. We've had some
2: bad ones on there. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm starting to have you know, you know, I'm having to to pull on the cigar a lot. I think to keep the smoke coming. Yeah. I'm,
3: so I mean, it, you're starting to get that.
4: There, there is a I I am drawing more frequently. See, but then uh, mine,
3: mine just. But I'm not changed after I said that. Really? So yours opened so up then again. all of, Flip of a sudden. Flopping yeah. on us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. yeah.
2: I mean th- you know, the draw's not the draw's not bad. I'm getting good flavor. I'm I'm getting good smoke. You know, but I you know, it's uh there was a couple of minutes there where if I wasn't See my if different. I wa- if I wasn't puffing on it, I wasn't getting a well, whole lot of smoke.
4: I, I, I imagine with the amount of hero in there and mm-hmm. with the, the ring gauge, you know, it's all these factors that are kinda of working against it to stay mm-hmm. lit. Uh so it probably takes a little bit more care than
3: Maybe. mine's mine's a little soft, soft. Mm-hmm. now. Mm hmm. But it corre- it did correct itself. Where it my draw is better now. Right, right. So I'm maybe, getting maybe yours will change. Yeah, mine's we'll not see. soft at all, really. <coughs> no? yeah,
2: I'm yeah, getting kind sort of a raisiny up. kind of taste yep. on the finish now.
4: Yep, I'm there with you on that. As we all
2: draw I'm at getting, the
3: same I'm, time. I'm still getting a little little not still, but I'm ge- mine's turning to more of a vegetal, vegetal like green green wood.
2: Vegetal green wood. What, what, what does, does that, that even mean? mean? Vegetal And vegetal. you're fully
3: lit here? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: yeah, it's going, it's going. Yeah, I, I, mm. I've experienced that when it's like a cigar starting to go out, you get more of the vegetal. Mm. But, yeah, interesting.
2: Now, for those of you out there who only turn in for the Miles with Styles segment, there ain't one today.
4: Suckers! You're, you're out.
2: You're out of luck, okay? <laughs> too busy, too busy getting Photoshopped and shot up. Photoshop. And photoshopped. <laughs> photoshopped in uh, <laughs> LA. <laughs> that just sounds terrible. You know, <clears throat>
4: Let's blame Twitter. Yeah. Twitter is the reason she's not on right now. <laughs> <Twitter>. <laughs> just, she has uh, one
3: job on anything. this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's to provide a minute segment, and she couldn't do it. Yeah.
2: Does that upset you, Oliver? Yeah, it does. It does? What should, what should we do in retaliation?
3: Maybe we, get, we, we just get another Miles with Styles. Maybe we just get another one. <laughs> maybe someone that's we'll, reliable. will have her back on next week. <laughs> yeah. That'll teach her. Maybe, maybe someone that's reliable. <laughs> I mean, look, I show up every week. Oh no, wait, well, sorta. Of. Wait a minute. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, there we go. We'll, we'll get some guy named Miles to do there style goes that
2: argument hit tips, and I'll replace him.
4: it no, yeah. would be terrible. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Maybe we'll have Stu just do a voiceover. She can just write something in. He'll <laughs> he'll read it. <laughs> oh man. That's
1: there a good go. idea, Oliver. Yeah. I think I should do that. <laughs> And you'll have to introduce me, of course, <laughs> yeah. for my nation of loyal fans all across the internet. Next week, we're
3: going to pick one lucky w- listener to mm-hmm. get Stu as a, uh, a voicemail provider. <laughs> <There
1: you go. laughs> Hi, we're not in right now, but if we were, we wouldn't take your call. Thanks for calling. Don't call again. Stu, what, you, you've what, heard my voicemail.
2: I say. What cigar have you been smoking a lot of lately?
1: <laughs> I know why you're asking me that Dan yes. <laughs> I have been enjoying this was a cigar that the boss gave me oh, two or three weeks back mm-hmm. and I became hooked the Cromagnon magnon Candela oh,
4: the Fomorian the Fomorian, yeah. yeah, really?
1: uh, right mm-hmm. a, a sweet succulent Smoke, <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and I've been loving it. And I'm nice like, I'm you, you, like Dan. You know, you know
3: how creepy you just sounded. Yeah, sweet. Sweet. we're definitely having to do a mile. Sweet, sweet, cro magnet sales for the Fomorian. The Fomorian. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, let me change <laughs> that. I'll just say it's a, a taste treat that's real sweet.
4: Yeah, it's a very unique candela.
1: It is, and uh, Candela smokers are all telling me, well, don't get too used to it. One, they don't make a lot of them, mm-hmm. and two, no other Candela cigar tastes like it. Yeah, and it's, But it's just, it's a wonderful cigar, sure. and uh, I've been enjoying it. And I'm like Dan, I'm a Padron man. Mm-hmm. And somebody here uh, at the Podcast Cafe, when I'm commenting that I don't think I'll ever love another cigar like the Padron, <laughs> said to me, and I forget who it was, don't worry, you'll get there, you'll find it, just wait. <laughs> and they were right, and I'm, I'm loving the um, Cro-Magnon Candela, although I have to say the Callinock that we smoked last week was special, very mm. special.
2: And special in what way for you?
1: Uh, a very light and smooth
2: is that because of the liquor you were drinking with it? Or? <laughs> that does help. No,
1: I didn't have a lot of liquor because of my role as a studio announcer and master control operator. And
4: you didn't want to affect your voice. <laughs> and I didn't want to
1: affect, I didn't want to make it any worse than it is. And I'm sure there were some <laughs> listeners out there who will agree with that. But uh, I, I enjoyed the um, Kalanok and I'm enjoying the uh, Fomorian Cro-Magnon Candela. So much so, guys, since I have your attention, mm-hmm. that maybe we can review said cigar on this very program in an upcoming edition. Maybe,
2: maybe. We could do that.
4: I'd be on board with that. Yeah, I'd certainly be. Didn't we do that? We could do it again. Candela, no, we you have, not, we have done not done that. No. We didn't do the Fremorium. We did not. No. I believe they did it on Cigar Authority.
2: We have not done that particular one. We, we did not. the Neanderthal.
4: Yes.
1: You know, yeah, can, candela, rappers, really. candela Rappers used to be the staple of very many cigars, not so much now to the point that newbie cigar smokers don't know what it is. Mm -hmm.
4: Unless it's St. Patrick's Day.
1: Unless it's St. Patrick's Day.
2: Everybody (laughs) comes out with a green cigar on St. Patrick's Day. Well, when
1: Irish eyes are smiling, certain people get blamed for everything. (laughs) (laughs)
2: All right, well... um, that's what happens when we don't have a miles with styles. We go off like that. Michelle, so <laughs> if you're listening, you need to. You need. To we up talk the about cigars. Go figure. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, final verdict on the um, Nevada Endeavor by Fratello cigars.
4: I am gonna give it a thumbs up. You know, it's got complexity. It's got some mm-hmm. interesting flavors. Uh, you know, I've, I typically go for the discovery, mm-hmm. the, the robusto, robusto size. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a little bit more of the chocolatey, flavors that I you know enjoy in it um but you know I'm really enjoying this the the endeavor um so yeah thumbs up, thumbs and up and I think me. it's it's one of my favorites in the Fratello line so yeah it's, it's kind of vying with the uh, Bianca
2: okay for me this is the uh in my opinion it's the best thing that that Fratello has come out with um it's my favorite cigar on the line and uh I think my favorites are this size and the Discovery the the uh, Robusto, mm. uh, for you, and for much the same reason. Um, great cigar, great complexity, lots of deep, rich flavors. Nothing overpowers anything. Mm-hmm. There's a number of uh, changes that the cigar goes through. And the construction is great. And um, uh, I love that long finish. I mean, I'm still tasting it. Right. Um, you know, 10, 15, 20 seconds later.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah, g- great, great long finish. Uh, I'll agree with you, everything... Uh, up until the the construction part, uh, I I think just on, on my draw was a little different, a mm-hmm. uh, little soft on this one, but not to say that that can't happen. You know, we've yep, talked about yep. these are these are hand rolled. This can happen, so it shouldn't <coughs> shy you away from just smoking one cigar. You Should definitely go back to it. Um, I, I think the, the the layers of flavor are, are there mm-hmm. uh, that I that I did enjoy. Uh, not 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 um, not a full thumbs up for me. Uh, three quarters okay. thumbs up. Good. Definitely Spend one up. I, I go back to, mm. uh, but not a full, uh, full thumb, but great. You know, still a good stick. All right. Good cigar.
2: Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Well, next week is going to be our kind of Christmas episode, the episode right before uh, the we'll holiday there. Holly Jolly. You guys doing anything special happy, for happy Christmas? Hanukkah
3: too, uh, for right. Happy Hanukkah, too, for them to that's celebrate true. Hanukkah, because yep. we're on the, what, second, second day? No idea.
1: That's right. We are? Yeah. Second day of
2: Hanukkah? Yes. Happy Hanukkah,
3: everybody. Actually, the first
1: full day. It started last night at sunset, so this is the first full day of Hanukkah. Stu,
3: you celebrate Hanukkah?
1: To an extent, yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: I don't even know. To a certain extent, you you don't?
1: Well, to (laughs) the extent that uh, I exchange gifts with my lovely wife, Mm -hmm. and we eat potato latkes, and spin the dreidel, and then spin on each other.
3: (laughs) Whoa. Okay, then. Wow. Wow.
1: Pretty good, huh? Mm.
3: Yeah, I just right. th- I threw up a little bit
1: in my mind. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, come on, Oliver. The cigar's not that bad.
2: <laughs> so next week, though, you know, in, in getting ready for Christmas, it's a special time. You want special cigar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what cigar kind of goes with winter and Christmas? And and to me, that's an Atabay. And so we're going to do the Atabay Mysticos oh, right. next oh, yes. week. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> Uh, go to your local brick-and-mortar, pick up an Atabay Mysticos. If your local uh, brick-and-mortar shop does not have them, ask for them, uh, and then go to uh, twoguyscigars.com. They will send you some so you can smoke with us next week. You won't regret it. (laughs) Yeah. This is not a cheap cigar, but it is worth every penny. Yeah. And give yourself some time too because it's a long smoke. Yeah, it's a long smoke cigar. Uh, yeah. We might actually go more than an hour next week. <laughs> yeah,
4: it's <because laughs> just planning it, it. plan out my it. afternoon just to yeah. give the time to Well, really this
3: is a, the fratello uh, Nevada is a, a long smoking cigar too. I and mean, yeah. we're not Yeah, gonna yeah this is cigar, this uh, you, cigar, you third left, this. yeah.
2: Yeah, this is this is a good point. I mean, we typically uh, smoke Toros on the show just because that's about what a an hour is, yep, you know. Yep. This is the
4: occasional rebuca that won't last the hour. I right,
2: right. But there's there's a good third plus left on this.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's a good. The band slow is smoker. pretty uh, substantial, and so <laughs> you take mm. the band off, and then there's, oh, there's a whole lot more cigar <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, this was double double banded too. It had a foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A uh, big nice, foot looking band. Band, though. Yep. nice looking band. Nice
2: looking band. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love the bands on this cigar. Mm. They look great. All right. So well. Good. You have been listening, people, to The Ashholes unfiltered cigar radio broadcasting from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you can download this and any other episodes you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We'll see you next week when we smoke the Atabay Mysticos.